Hey everybody, welcome to Behind the Books, a podcast for writers by writers. I'm Larissa. And I'm LJ. This week we're coming back to our writer and politics series to talk about points of views. No, not the kind that you see on TikTok, but different points of views that are used in novels for different reasons. Come explore our own styles and the best and worst examples of both perspectives. You can follow us on Instagram at larissagult.author and at LJ underscore writes with two S's. Episodes may contain profanity and mild spoilers for the Shadow and Bone trilogy. I have been stuttering everything like a mess recently. I had to record a video for school. It took us so long because I kept like, what did I mess up? I kept messing up on facilities. I was like, mm. oh my god. Ugh, stop yeah. it. I am like a full person. Stop it. <laughs> I Depending on the day, I'm like that too. And it, it, it's like the worst feeling. Yeah. I found out this... Which, this is actually, I, I forgot about this until right now, but I'll cut it out if you don't like it. I stutter over your name all the time. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, I always try to put a W in front of it. And it's so weird. Oh, it's like, yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're, Rissa. And I'm like, no, it's Larissa. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I have no idea what's going on, but I'll catch myself. Like, I'll catch myself, That's especially funny. in post, like when I'm editing something. I'm like, why the fuck did I say Larissa? <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. okay. It really okay. is. Um, two kids that I know, one of them is like 9 or 10 now, which is insane because I noticed that she was like a baby and mm -hmm. I hasn't felt that long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Crazy. Um, but when she was little, she would say Relissa because mm. R is hard enough a consonant and yeah. L isn't. So like they started with the harder consonant. And even now, sometimes she'll slip up and say Relissa. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens with another kid, too. But it's it's funny. Yeah. I am just a child, then. I am just a child. <laughs> it's okay. I'm really an adult. Mind. I'm a child. <laughs> anyway, how you been, buddy? I, I, I've been busy. And yeah, I stressed, bet. But life is, life is going. Yeah. It time is going. Is going. In time continues to move. Time continues to move. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately. Most of most of my like poetry thoughts recently have been about like just time. Mm, that makes moving sense. Moving and growing up, and it's just like oof. I've written some really good poems recently, and they're all Heck very yeah. very emotional. Heck and, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, no, good. I felt that. No, yeah. I told myself I wasn't writing anything, anything else like poetry related. And then next thing I know, I opened up a new document and had a couple, <laughs> had a thousand words out. I was like, damn it! <sighs> I, I, that's literally what happened to me. And then I just dealt way into it, and I was like, oh, you can't go back now. Yep. No, sounds good. So let's 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 talk about stuff. What are we talking about yeah. today? I love I love how nobody knows what our full runtime is like uncut audio oh, no. recording. Uh, guys, just so you're aware, it's like at least ten minutes longer than what you yeah. see on yeah. average. We just spend eight minutes um, talking about talking about things. yeah, <laughs> but like we can't tell you guys yet because like it's secret stuff. Yeah, and it's our whips, and we both have secret projects coming. I have one. Mm. Lonnie has one that's less secret than mine, but it's still pretty yeah. secret. 
Um, nobody even knows what type of secret project mine is, although people have guessed, and one, a few of the people were accurate, so mm-hmm. but I can't tell you who. Because <laughs> that would that would that would that would spoil the, the surprise. Secret, so, but yeah, today we are talking about something very tried and true. Um, good topic, and we decided to do it on the Writergram Politics series, which is a series that we have going discussing. Basically, whatever issues are categorized as a politic kind of thing. So, like, X versus Y. Um, and I don't remember if we ever defined writergram when we did our other episodes. But basically, no. it's, it's mashing the words Instagram and writer together. And so mm-hmm. it's the writer side of Instagram, like the term bookstagram. Um, or book like talk. So, yeah, or like book talk. So, in case anyone is like, what does that mean? That's what that means. Um, it only took us three episodes to get that right, so... <laughs> <laughs> right? That's where both of us started out. That's where both of us are right now, um, still. So that's exciting. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so today we're talking about uh, first person versus third person. Heck yeah. So, Wick, quick, we'll go into personal opinions, first of all, but, you know, we gotta pick the sides. You know, what side are you on? What side am I on? What, I what do you think? I think I'm actually pretty conflicted. Okay. If I had to choose, it would be first person... All but that's right. because I've spent the past five years of my writing experience predominantly doing that. Mm. But recently I've been doing a lot of third person and I like it a lot. See, I hate first person. <laughs> Except, again, I now find myself with a whip in first person. And I'm like, oh, yeah, damn it. So yes. I love third person. But yes. anyway, okay, so. Into- I'm getting you over to my side. Uh, slowly 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 i don't enjoy it that much but just enough to write a whip in it okay you know (laughs) one time we were doing a collab guys and it was in first person like i started it god (laughs) and it was in first person and i didn't even realize that i was like basically just forcing lonnie to write in first person (laughs) but i did accidentally but it was really good so thanks see okay my 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 hatred of first person comes from the fact of that the very first draft of Crossfire was supposed to be in first first person, theoretically. I see. And then it took it it took I lasted a whole two paragraphs. Next thing I know, my sister's reading over this, she goes, Do you realize that you switched over to third person? And I said, Huh? <laughs> no. So it's always just the sisters, up, man. Yeah, and it wasn't even like, you know, just like one page worth of stuff. It was like an additional three pages that I had just written in third person and never even realized. I was like, hello. Wow. Alright, so well, so first person is using, you know, the typical I, me, my personal pronouns from the eyes of a certain character or me, multiple characters depending so on your point of views, but it's <laughs> but it's always from like, you know, that singular person. Yeah, wait, that's a song. Um, it's from Spy Kids. And I don't remember the first part, but it goes, what does it say? It's not like me, myself, and I, but it's something. And then... Spy Kids, really? My wildest, wildest dreams. It's from that creepy... Oh, the, um, the thumb ...hand thing? person. The thumb Yeah, the person. thumb guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's that guy that sings it, and it's in Spy Kids. Oh, I don't... I know, I know it, what you're... I know what you're talking yeah, about, see? but I can't think of the name. Weird memory. But yeah, guys, um... First person, sorry, <laughs> a little, little detour. Uh, go watch Spy Kids. It's a little hilarious movie. I do um, love Spy Kids. I should watch it again. It's mm-hmm. fun. First person is best for like super personal narratives, which has a great place. Um, but it is viewed as very juvenile by some petty readers out there. Personal preference is one thing, but people who 
make fun of first person are on my list. Uh, so be careful. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> not, not really, not really. Because each writer has a style for a reason. And if the mm-hmm. choice to use first person is the right one, then don't feel sorry for it. And I will, I will defend anyone who makes a stylistic choice for the good of their characters, as long as it's made a good faith, like knowing your story, knowing your characters... The, I would say the writer is always right. It's not always the case, but you know best. You might not be yeah. right, but you do know best. Um, but third person, on the other hand, is using names and like he, she, they, you know, those kinds of things to describe your characters. So it's kept from more of an outside, like, you know, perspective. So third person limited is a lot like first person, only because it's describing things from one character's perspective. But again, it's not like the I said this. It's from like, it's from like a narrator. That's where a lot of the narrator types come in. So it's like, it's a narrator looking on this specific character and being like, oh, they said this. She said that. She did this. So when you break that rule, which I'm not going to lie, as soon as you read that, I said, or as soon as I read that in the, um, in our little (laughs) outline that we have i was like oh yeah that's me because i'm a big culprit of this it's called head hopping is when you're like supposed to have the point of view from one specific character like within third person but then you end up just jumping around without any like distinct like distinctive breaks like you just between paragraphs or something you end up bouncing you know along heads hopping along heads and then you know you get all the perspectives from those people it's very confusing to find out like you know who the character who's quote-unquote speaking or yada it's it's very confusing so i do it all the time i have a real problem with it but i fix that in after the draft but then (laughs) there's uh the second type of third person is third person oof we'll see if i can say this word um omniscient that's how you say that yeah good i was about to say omniscient so um (laughs) if you're a french you can do it that way (laughs) <laughs> I am not, unfortunately. Um, so third person, third person omnis. Oh, say it again. Omniscient. Omniscient. There we go. Um, third person omniscient. Oh, fuck. Um, I'll cut in one of the things. I Thank should God just. I, I edit should, this. I, you should just tell me which ones to pronounce. <laughs> okay, you say the 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 the, the um, omniscient and then the one with the p. <laughs> Omnipotent is one way to pronounce it, which might be easier, but then there's omnipotent. But that's, oh, that's terrifying. That right? Yeah, no, so just you. say omnipotent. It does it doesn't really matter how you say it. Omnipotent. Okay. Within that type of third person point of view, you aren't limited to any one character, so you don't run into the issues of like, you know, head hopping like we talked about. It's from a like general. You could describe the inner thoughts of everyone yeah. and anyone whenever you want for free will. So that's like an overarching narrator who looks at everybody at the same time. So you don't have one distinctive point of view that you're coming at. So yeah, that can be really cool. Um, if I choose to do third person, it honestly depends on the project, but I like third person limited a lot because then you get, and especially for romance, because then you can get, um, I don't know what someone else is thinking, but mm-hmm. it's not like I, me, my. Like it's this yeah. character doesn't know what the other person is thinking. Um, now, I realize in your description of head hopping, that could sound a lot like third person omniscient. It's not. Third person limited when you head hop is like you're really detailed, maybe like in the thoughts or the perspective of someone, right? Let's mm-hmm. say like, I don't know, I have a good example off the top of my head. So I'm going to trust that people know what I'm talking about. But yeah. 
we're all smart here. I'd like to think so. Um, <laughs> it's when you describe something in such detail from such a limited perspective, right? Like noticing how someone else has like a certain behavior, like a quirk or some physical thing. And then you go to some other character in the scene that doesn't see that character that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, it's, um, what is the word that I'm thinking of? Not like a plot hole or a loophole, but just like a little, little Swiss cheese hole. Discrepancy. <laughs> Thank you. That's the word. Discrepancy. <laughs> You're a welcome. little Swiss cheese hole. <laughs> I just say thank you to myself whenever I remember a word. Oh no, trust me, <laughs> it I does the same thing. It doesn't stop me from forgetting them, but I feel nice mm-hmm. after. But yeah, that's what that's what uh, head hopping is. So yeah, personal tastes and opinions. I like both yeah. points of views, um, but for different reasons. Same ones that we just mm-hmm. talked about. Um, yeah, in all the Ivanhoe books, the main stuff is in first person, and the prologues and epilogues are all in third person. I don't remember if they're limited or omniscient. I don't think it matters. <laughs> um, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Because, to me, first person is super personal. Haha, <laughs> get it. Uh, it also helps me get oh, to you're know... you're so funny. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it also helps me get to know my characters more. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm literally in their head. So yeah. it helps me, like, especially while writing Ivanhoe, I really, like, learned Lavinia, like, inside and out. Especially in book two, I was like, wow, I know so much about this character. It's weird. Um, like, I, the longer you do it, the more you know how they would react to something. And that's so weird to me because, like, I create her. I write her. I control. I, I hold all the puppet strings. And yet, I'm sure all writers will agree, sometimes your characters just come to a life of their own. Like, yeah. the story just, like, changes, and different things make sense for them, and it wasn't the direction you were gonna go, but then you're like, oh, you know what? This works. Let's do it. And I think a big part of that for my process is writing in first person. Mm-hmm. That really helps me understand um, everybody. The characters that I don't know a lot about, or that I that are not my favorite, directly correlate to how often I write in their point of view. Mm. Oh, that's directly nice. um parker persephone and sarvesh are the main ones i don't write in their points of view like ever mm. there may be like two or three parker chapters that i can think of off the top of my head are the same for persephone less than that yeah. for sarvesh and a lot of the fans those are their favorite characters <laughs> sorry guys oh, love sarvesh. um i mean who doesn't but i just don't know him that well because mm. i haven't spent no, a lot of sense. time you know but like Jesse, I know very well. Anastasia, I know very well. Packin, yeah. I think Packin is the exception. I have never written a point of view from him, and I probably never will until, oh. unless a future book changes that, unless I have to. Okay. Um, like if he's the only one there and I need to describe a scene, then I'll do it. Yeah. So, you know, keep an eye out, I guess. But I say <laughs> he's the exception because I know him very, very well, and I've never written. Mm. Point of view yeah. from him. I think, I think, I'm venturing to say that that's because of his and Lavinia's dynamic. And I know Lavinia mm. so well. Yeah. So, no further discussions of that because that's spoilers. But, <laughs> oh, um, damn. We don't want to do that. <laughs> but, but, um, 
So I think he's the only exception, but Lavinia, I just, I know her so well because I've written so much from her point of view, I think. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, it makes some things easier for the narrative, too, and the dialogue. If you have a small number of people talking, um, mm-hmm. which is nice. I'm sure everybody is like, wait, who's talking? <laughs> Every yeah. reader is like that at some point. So, But um, I don't think it limits me. A lot of people, um, first person limits them to the perspective of other characters because it's so limited because it's one person. Um, because I'm just used to it. Like, I'm just used to finding ways for the audience to figure out things about other characters from the mm-hmm. lens of Lavinia. So I think I'm just... Yeah. And it's not like she's the only person I ever write in. Yeah. Um, so there are some other perspectives, especially Victoria in book two. Um, because her and Lavinia are so alike in so many ways, but they clash, like, a lot. Not gotcha. That doesn't mean they don't get along, but they just... Their, their opinions on Ivankov are just so different. Mm-hmm. Lavinia fights to get, like, she wants to get out, she wants to get her siblings out, it's like the, the biggest plot of the whole thing, everybody knows that. Um, but Victoria is just like, why would I fight against them when they're gonna win? Mm-hmm. And so she's got a very bleak outlook on it, and Lavinia's like, hell no. I'm gonna yeah, burn like, them to the ground. Um, yeah. But... And so Victoria's perspectives in book two have really helped me understand everybody else, too. But I've tried third person before in short story stuff um, for college. But both of my big projects right now are third person. And I'm kind of obsessed with them. Um, they're both fanfics, uh, which are amazing. The difference also helps me separate the tone and the mood of my stories. Because my projects right now are history and fantasy, fanfics, whatever. Um, and having Kava's contemporary action. So they have to be very very different or else i would have no way of distinguishing between you know the mood of the story ivankov is dark at times but some of my other stories are dark in different ways and so the difference in points of view the difference in perspectives are really cool and i would encourage anyone to try that if they come up with a new project and they don't know what to do with it yet try a different point of view because you never know what you can what you can find heck yeah I love that. Plus, I just think it works so, first person works so well in your books. Like, it feels like you're just, like, you know, the character. Even yeah, not. it feels like but, you're there. I mean, that's, that's, that's the feeling of, like, almost all first person, like, books. I mean, because that's kind of the whole point. Like, you yes, know, it's, it's supposed exactly. to be the character. So, nobody asked, but in reading, I like both of them. So, like, I like I like reading third person, I like reading first person. I really don't have a preference between Me too. writing writing them. <laughs> I do not like first person. I suck at it. I don't I like getting into a character's head, but I like doing that from an outside perspective. Like, because I also really focus on how a character acts, but mostly how other people react to that person's like you know reaction yes. or action yeah, so yeah, i yeah. love i love having multiple point of views of a singular thing so i really need to use third person omniscient <laughs> is that it is that yeah. it yeah okay perfect i, I really need it. to use that a little bit more because i tend to stick the third person limited and it really doesn't give me that like everybody's perspective that I want I just yeah. got very I didn't really know that there was a difference between third person limited and third person omniscient um until like two years ago so which yeah. is a little bit shameful 
considering that I'm 20 okay. and should have known. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I think I learned I, in high school or something like a literary analysis yeah, class. I didn't I didn't pay enough attention to like the types of third person before <laughs> I started like or until I started actually writing. But I think up until I started writing poetry. Every single thing I had written was third person. I literally almost only write in third person. And even first person is weird for, um, not, not weird for poetry, but it's not even from a character's perspective. It's just like right. from a narrator's perspective. So, right. um, so I've literally written um, third person for anything, fan fiction, all of my writing. As I mentioned earlier, I tried to write Crossfire in the first, per first person perspective and it went awfully. It went terrible. <laughs> I switched it in like two paragraphs in. So uh, my sister does make fun of me for that sometimes. It's very funny. Um, <laughs> but recently, recently, I've been going off the deep end that with this this new project, um, this this letter one, I've been calling it, if you're following it on, if you follow me talking about it, it's, I've been calling it the B&E. This one is first person. And I've also not been plotting which is off the charts. Oh my goodness. I'm like pantsing this. You're becoming so a weird. new person. It is. It's weird. Like I have first the ending. I know where the ending is. like is. a stretch, but not plotting? That's, I don't know. You're the nice dude. I, I really am. I really am. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I'm sick. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that one. But I mean, it's working really well. Um, in a part, well, me and Larissa had been talking previously about um just like writing stuff in general and I've I've been found that I've really enjoy like letter style writing so like like you know from the letters so this this is fiction but it is told it's weird because it's not weird but it's it is now a first person perspective but it, like that is the only narrator like this character she is the yeah. only person there's no dialogue there's no um or i mean like it's it's essentially all dialogue because right. it's a letter she's talking. so she's writing a letter so there's no there's no like um what is it? Exp it's not exposition. There's no, like, yeah. background description. Yeah. It is? Okay. Uh, but, like, it's all just told from her, her perspective, which is really weird and really new for me. So just I think narration. that's why I've been enjoying it. So, um, but that's literally, I think, the first time I've seriously took time to put, like, first person. Again, besides poetry. Poetry's different. Like, that's that one's not necessarily hard to work in the first person because a lot of it is, like, you know, based off of my own emotions and yada yada right, right. stuff. So You don't tend to um, do poetry in the first person. Yeah. Like, I feel like most of your poetry is not. There's probably yeah. been a few think, pieces. Yeah. But... I think it's more... I think it's more uncommon to find poetry in the third person than I it is first person so i might have I something or maybe just not something that, something i've written but not published but um i would like to because i like i said i love third person and i don't like first person but here i am <laughs> <laughs> we're tricking you we're getting you into something new i know right look at us we're doing so good but i mean like if you get stuck mm -hmm. like for a while you've been feeling stuck with whips and starting yeah. them and finishing them. Well, finishing them is the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's <laughs> for the reminder. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you talk about it often enough, so. I do. I do. Uh, I'm not ashamed like, about it. But, like, um, <laughs> what was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah. I, like, if, yeah. If, um, if you're stuck on something, like a certain way that you're doing things, 
like, I don't know saying this applies to Lonnie, but, like, if you get stuck plotting and you can't start something, or, sure, you start something and then you lose motivation halfway through, do something new. Like, switch it up, and you might just enjoy something a lot more than you thought you would, you know? Mm-hmm. Lonnie was just talking about the first person whip is, like, the first one. It's, like, just narration, first one. Um, you know, hasn't been planning, which is so out of this world. That's mm-hmm. a new one. I know. Um, yeah. So, and I've even experienced that myself. When we talked about short stories on this podcast earlier, um, I don't know what episode that was in, but I know we talked about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I have I no idea about, at this point. <laughs> I talked about a story that I had a story idea that will one day be a, an entire novel or two novels because I just love the premise so much. Um, and in case you're... You know, you've heard about it before. It's like a cross between um, the Romeo and Juliet retelling that Chloe Gong has done. And I literally can't remember the name of it for the life of me. I'm so sorry. Because oh. <laughs> oh, I really want to oh. read that book, but I just can't these, remember the name. These, these violent... Delights? Delights? Something like that. One of them is like these violent ends. I think that's like a recent one. I think yeah. it's the... Hold on. I have Google. Yeah. Here. So the two of those, uh, those books, it's kind of like a cross between that... Yeah, these violent delights. Okay, awesome. It's kind of like, well, I don't know exactly what it's crossed with, but if you liked those books, you will eventually <laughs> like the ones that I'm going to write because it's the same time period, um, but there's tragedy, but just not like love interest tragedy. But mm. it is going to be very, very sad. Um, <laughs> Naturally. It's, it's I wouldn't just... expect anything less. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's not... It, it's sad, yes, but it's also just, like, deep psychological, like, questioning mm. that you're going to have at the end because of, like, the meaning of life and um, how that relates to crime and, like, weapons and things like that. When we talked about Oppenheimer a few weeks ago, I said it really made me think about, you know, the value of life in the weapons race and, like, the atomic bomb and everything like that. So I think that's my goal for these next books is um to do that which is going to be super super fun but back to the point um if i can remember what the point was <laughs> i had an assignment to do a short story in my creative writing class um last semester and i chose to do this novel idea that i hadn't written hardly anything for and I condensed it all into a short story I read some of the plot stuff and doing that doing something new showed me that I really really like short stories mm-hmm. and I want to get better at them because condensing my thoughts not overwriting is like a huge struggle so and depending on how you view it it's not a struggle at all but I want to get better at condensing and doing as much in a shorter span of writing um but, like, I wouldn't have known that I was good at that if I hadn't just mixed it up. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. But I I, um, I absolutely agree with your point earlier. The um, the one where, um, like, switching it up. It's a little back after the short story. But switching it up, absolutely. I used to be like, nah, I can just stick the same thing. And I'll just get it one of these days. Oh, my <laughs> God. I have not written, like, more for a whip in years. Like, literally years. Again, I guess except poetry. But, like... It's been so helpful changing things up, so I wholly recommend it. So if you're stuck in a slump or something, like, 
try something new try something that you wouldn't necessarily enjoy and if you continue to not enjoy it then you find out that you don't like it that's it right you know you tried it that's all that matters and so but maybe maybe it will work and it'll help out so i don't know I there think you it's go good. i think it's nice there you go but after all of this who's to say you actually have to follow like <laughs> set rules of you know third person limited third person the word i can't say first person yada 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 you don't like why not mix them up a little bit you know i'm so glad you brought that up so glad <laughs> um because some of the industry's most successful authors have mixed it up within reason um heck yeah this is where I mentioned earlier where I switched up the point of views of my books, where I was going to talk about it a little later. Now is later. Um, Lee Bardugo wrote all the prologues and epilogues of the original Shadow and Bone trilogy in third person omniscient, and the actual books were in first person from Lita's perspective, the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took a page out of her book, sort of, literally, um, <laughs> and <laughs> did that. I'm on my pun game tonight, guys, and I did That's that be. Uh, for the Ivanpah books. Um, and here's why. When I was reading Shadow and Bone, I loved the switch because it made the prologue and epilogues feel very distant and sometimes really mm. ominous, especially when Madeline and Alina were on the run or something. And so the switch, when they were on the run, it would be in third person. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen? Because it feels so impersonal. It feels so disconnected. And I like that a lot. So with Ivankov, both the prologues um, in Breaking Free and The Way You Wrote Me are third person. Uh, mm. Thoughts of the Markov origin story epilogues are both different. Um, TWHPM is much creepier, I will say. The prologue in that one is way creepier. Uh, the, the line at the end of it is like, <gasps> what? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Do you remember the last line of the, of the prologue? V- vaguely. Va- yeah. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. 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 So I know enough of the, of the gist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but the switch kind of makes you feel really close to Lavinia throughout the whole books, obviously, since most of it is her, uh, from her point of view. So, the third person parts are kind of like a good kind of startling. Mm-hmm. It's like jarring and it kind of just takes you out. It just kind of like fucks you out of <laughs> Lavinia and puts you in like the back seat and you get to watch everything and you're like, oh. Okay. Wow. And then it's sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, I have I have always struggled with third person, like angst, like sadness, because mm. to me, I had to describe it from someone, like feeling it. Yeah. And so same with like, like big romance moments, like confessions or kissing or things like that, and I. I think I got over that curb, that bump, speed bump, um, with something with one of my projects right now, because I wrote that, like, <laughs> when I came up with the idea, it was one of the first things I thought of as the kids, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. I'm writing it right now, so I did, <laughs> but um, that, and that was third person, but at least in Ivankov, it just feels weird to me, so I've had to grow in that area and making things weird or sad. Yeah, um, no, that makes sense. The epilogue of book two is especially, especially interesting. Mm-hmm. Not sad, but that's very, that's, that's ominous. That's cliffhanger. 
Yeah, just a little bit. Jane is a little. But yeah, like it always comes with all of our like right or wrong politics series. There's no right or wrong, you know, answer. There's not like a, you know, you should do first person or you should do third person or you should only do this type. Like, you know, it's yeah. whatever works for your writing. And I mean, at the end of the day, that's all it boils down to. So, um, but we do suggest like, you know, if you, like I said, if you're feeling stuck somewhere, you should try to branch out a little bit and, you know, see, see if it helps at any point. Because, you know, maybe you just need a little change up of pace to get, you know, the old way back flowing again. And yeah. Then, like, I do not plan on continuing to write too many first person <laughs> stories. But, you know, maybe I'll get this one out and then, you know, we'll figure out what it, where it goes from there. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, you got to do what works for you. So, and if it's one of those, if it's second person, you do. You, oh, I my guess. gosh. Yeah. We'll have to do a different episode on that one, just because I think it's fascinating. And it the only me. the only place that second person is valid is in fan fiction, and I will stand by that opinion. To no, grade. I like the I like the choose your own adventure books. Okay, that's like, <laughs> but isn't that fan fiction of a sort? Without a, a universe, point. you know that's what I mean? Point. Like that's just like mm. you doing your own. Like that's and that's I a good... read a lot of those when I was a kid. They oh, were yeah, my no, favorites. Um, but, yeah, second person is weird. If you like second person, I'm sorry. Um, we didn't include you. My honestly, bad. yeah, sorry. Um, but the worst thing that will happen if you try something new, if you switch up your predominant point of view that you write in, is that you're going to find out that you don't like it. And the best thing is that you're going to find, like, the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, yeah. Highly encourage it. Something I don't think we mentioned um, is this industry standard, and this is kind of like a nerdy thing for me because I think it's very important to follow industry mm-hmm. standards because they're there for a reason. And especially as an indie, if you want to make it in any capacity, you have to go along with the flow mm-hmm. um, because there are things that work for a reason. You know, yeah. a little metaphor, a little analogy, if you will. Um, my parents <laughs> and I were at an RV park the other day because they want to. Um, when all of their kids are out of the house, they want to buy an RV and, you know, go trekking and do uh, empty nester things because that's <laughs> what they like to do. So, um, and my dad was asking about, you know, some different structure and like mechanical things about these two different brands. And the sales guy was like, well, they're all kind of made the same. Like they're all, they all get the same parts from the same company, mm. you know, and like they're all pretty much... You know, get the stuff in the same places. And later on, I said to my dad when it was brought up again, I was like, well, yeah, that's because they find out what works and companies want to make a profit. So they find out the cheapest thing while delivering on a good quality and they find the yeah. safest things and they do that. And then before you know, it, it's an industry standard because supply and demand. Mm-hmm. You know, if everybody, if all these different companies, want to buy from the same company, that's going to help each other, you know? Exactly. The competition comes from the cosmetics of their brand. It's their style. Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, capitalism and all that, people want to make money. And um, so it's kind of like that with industry standards, with books and with authors. Once the industry, quote unquote, they, the grand people, um, Mm -hmm. have found something (laughs) that makes them money, that is popular, Mm -hmm that's the sticking point that's what's gonna be used 
a lot, whether that is for good or bad. And there are a lot of bad ones out there, but there are some really good ones. And following those will either help you get traditionally published or help you slide along with the traditional published people while being indie. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, Susan Markloff, who we've mentioned on the podcast before, she's a wonderful author. She has spent so much money making sure that her books live up to the standards of everyone else. Even if all those authors, they didn't have to pay a single cent, right? Their companies did because they make thousands of dollars, right? But she put up the resources and said, you know what? I have the standard for myself. I'm going to be, I don't know if this was her intention, but I'm going to be as good as they are, if not Mm -hmm. better. And we're going to prove to people that, you know, this is what I want my book to look like. I'm not going to fall short of that. You know, I have my own standards. And... A while ago, Susan was at a conference and she posted on her Instagram that she had a lot of people, like, looking for the publisher imprint on her book, looking for the company name, looking for who she published under. And oh they were gosh. really surprised that she was indie. Yeah. And, like, that's that's what I want to have happen to me. Like, wouldn't yeah, that be exactly. awesome? Like, so Susan has kind of, like, put herself into a sphere that, you know... <laughs> I would say all the authors have to do is write, and that's not true, but um, they have a team behind them that will not only hold their wallets, but do the work. And Susan is right there with them, but she's done it all herself, and that's very impressive. Very. So a part of that is not only following, like, cover design trends, um, trends of, like, types of tropes or, like, character styles, whatever, um... But also perspectives, you know, points of views. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean like, oh, all the romance novels are third person. I have to do third person. That's not what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. I'm talking about like novels that are first person. Most of the time, traditional publishers don't like anything more than two or three points of view. Mm-hmm. There's a very, there's very few exceptions, I think. And I can't even think of any books off the top of my head. Yeah. That um, that excuse that, but you might think, Alyssa, didn't you have like seven points of views in Breaking Free? <laughs> and I would say, yes, I did. But do you know how often I used like five of them? Like under three percent of the book. Yeah, you know, um, most of it was Lavinia. Mm-hmm. Like. 80% was Lavinia, maybe like 10% yeah. Jesse, and everybody else made up the other 10%. Mm-hmm. You know, book two is a little bit more even, but I don't have as many characters in the main narrative. So, that's, I mean, oh, makes there sense. you go. I'm in awe of Susan constantly. So, <laughs> literally. Also, if you always want to go thank the person who made our fantastic logo, Exactly. And go thank Susan. Because <laughs> I was like, hey, um, you do Photoshop, right? Like, you do, like, Adobe sweet stuff, you know? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, you want to make our podcast logo? <laughs> I think this was actually before we ever announced that we were going to do a podcast. Oh, yeah. No, I think she was so one of the first So she knew about it now. before everybody else. Yeah. I don't think we I told mean, any of our close I... friends list either. I know no, I did not really. No, I don't, I don't, I think I may have mentioned that we had, like, a, that I was working on, like, a project. Right, 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 right. 
Yeah, and then yeah. once we started to tease it, um, we had like a few different guessing things, and Louise, Louise Everett was like the only one who got it. Like, I think she actually said it in the podcast, but if she didn't, she was very close. Mm. But I think she guessed it. Yeah. I didn't tell her that she was right, but she guessed it correctly. <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. <laughs> yeah, no. No, actually, yeah, Susan's been credited in all of the, if you ever read the comments um, in in each of, like, the, the episode descriptions, uh, we'll Susan gets credited end. down there. I really should, like, drop, I should link, I should link that to, um, like, Instagrams and stuff. Oh, that'd yeah. be, that'd be good. So I figured out or how to do website. that now, so, yeah. I'm, so, I'm slowly figuring out what ACAS can do, so it's only <laughs> taken 17 episodes. <laughs> Also, guys, um, if you guys have been listening on Stitcher, that platform is like now. So yeah, I saw if that. you I are, like, oh, if you are, uh, coming well, I mean, from Stitcher, on Stitcher, you're welcome. Not listening anymore. <laughs> well, you might have been previously, but uh, <laughs> welcome to whatever other platform you're on. Yeah, same old us. Uh, mm-hmm. But don't go find us on Stitcher because we're not there anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and I forgot. I forgot to um, mention it, but uh, or at least in the last one, if you noticed, it may be two episodes late, but we've been switching up the formatting on how we run our episodes a little bit now too. Mostly just because every time we open up the FaceTime to start recording, we end up <laughs> we end up about talking. We end up talking about something that's either not related and doesn't make it in the episode, or not related and does make it into the episode. So. <laughs> You know, we're switching things up a little bit, and also it just makes it a little easier on editing for me because I have I'm a busy woman, and I love this. I love <laughs> busy, this so much. Busy, busy, busy. <laughs> but that's one of the yeah, best videos so. ever. Mm-hmm. No, I love it. Also, this is unrelated, but I was scrolling through like our um our 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 show whatever um yeah. our show and we have such wild episode times it's I so know, funny we do. like it, there's no consistency at all we'll go like it'll be like 30 minutes 40 35 hour and 46 minutes <laughs> like, how did we talk genuinely how did we talk for two hours because that was our, our whole recording one. was not an hour and 46 it was definitely two plus or like two at least it was, was like, it was at least two hours guys Oh, how did how did we do that? So yeah, don't ever cons- expect like consistent times because we can't guarantee them. This one's pushing fifty minutes now, so and we're gonna have quite a bit in the beginning to take out. So if I didn't yeah. talk as much in this one, it would have been like twenty minutes shorter. I yeah. pushed it out because I could tell that we were like winding off, and I was like, wait, gotta keep it going, gotta keep it going. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're tired. We're um, I'm tired. We're both it's tired. almost it's- eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, and it's not almost eleven o'clock for me. but <laughs> I'm just tired. So this is like the second we're, episode um, that we've done really late at night. Yeah. The other one that was pretty short, the movie one. Actually, that was last episode. Mm-hmm. That was also pretty late. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we love it. That was after two, though. So that was that was after uh, directly after another. Yeah. Movie, yeah, that was that's like always end. tough, but it's good. So yeah, we should stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. I mean, hey, we're all back in school now. Um, I think I think a lot of people are back in school. There's some there's some yeah, weirdos who start students, like sure. mid September or something. But high school um, in my state doesn't start until after Labor Day. Oh yeah, no, that's so weird. That's so weird. I've always like gone to school like in mid August, 
That's weird like, to me. Nah. But, um... That has, to do, so we, that has to do with where we live. Yeah, also. I guess that makes sense. But, but, so yeah, so we're both back in school, both back with homework. I still haven't posted for today, so I need to figure out what that's going to be, because... <laughs> <laughs> haven't done that. I told myself I'd take a week off, and I did, and then I still don't have any good ideas, so <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But um, we'll try to be pretty consistent, if not the most consistent on this, um, because I enjoy this a lot. Oh um, yeah, I forgot to post today. I was gonna, and then I forgot. I haven't been able to post for the past month, <laughs> because Instagram was like, you are the worst, and you can't do anything. You're the um, absolute worst. I, thank you. I couldn't like anything. <laughs> I couldn't like any comments. I couldn't reply to comments. I couldn't, um, I couldn't even like my own posts or comment on my own mm. posts, which is Weird. stupid. So I know it was a glitch because of that, because normally if someone's reported, right, they can still comment on their own posts and they can still reply to people on their own posts. But it wasn't mm. letting me do that. And also my account status said I was completely in the clear. There were no pending whatever because you can see if you're at shadow banned on Instagram. Like you can literally go yeah. into your account status um, and see. And nobody had reported me for anything. Nothing was weird. But literally for a month, I couldn't post, and I was so annoyed. <laughs> yeah, that's wacky. Um, well, I could post, but the caption wouldn't work because the caption maybe was as common. So Ooh, gotcha. I yeah. But um, I have just gone now and gotten back to posting. The next post will be Folklore Songs of the Writers, part two. Heck oh, yeah. that's why I didn't post today, because I didn't finish the post. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't have it. Gotta do it. Yeah, I mean, other people voted for uh, other things, but it's also too late at night, so I'm just going to post tomorrow. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So, fun times. Anything, fun times. Um, anything fun you're working on? Anything to plug? What you're doing? Not doing. <laughs> I'm not writing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I probably won't be writing for a while because the last thing I want to do after I've been on my laptop and reading or doing homework all day is to, after dinner, open my laptop again and write. Yeah. No, that sounds like a mood. You know? So I really... I thought I was going to get another, like, maybe two weeks out of my creativity. Not creativity. My motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, for my projects, but it waned before I even went on vacation. <laughs> mm. I was like, ah! yeah. But if and when I have motivation to pick things back up, I will. Um, but for right now, my evenings are just like unwinding times, mm-hmm. and writing is not probably. unwinding. <laughs> yeah, it's no. fun, but it's not unwinding. No, absolutely. I have this cricket in my window. We're going to hope to God that I can't hear this in the recording. Because I'm going to be annoyed. I just... <laughs> a little cricket, buddy? <sighs> no. But yeah. No, I'm kind of I'm kind of in the same place. I'm like... I've been back to school for a week now, so I've got at least a kind of a routine now. And I've been writing a little bit again, but it's been pretty... Eh, it's been on and off. It's been... It's been, an, it's been a hell of a first week. I'll say that. So, uh... It's it's been a little insane, but it's been good. It's all good stuff. So I'm I'm trying when I can, but it's mostly I'm trying to like you know get back into the flow of, you know, doing homework and work yeah. and then balancing writing and all of this other stuff on top of it. Which is yeah. if you ever see me drop off on Instagram, 
like posting. That's because that's you know what it's not my top priority right now. Um, if you didn't <laughs> see it on lot Instagram, of I did, yeah, I did delete TikTok, so I'm not actively posting on TikTok anymore. I didn't delete my account, so it's still there. So because I, I had built up, I, I think quite a few followers on Instagram from from TikTok. Yeah. So if you found me on TikTok, I'm still there. I'm not active, so come find me on Instagram or Twitter or something, but I'm not on there anymore because I was like, I can't focus. <laughs> and then I, of course, switched to just paying attention to reels. So one of these days I'll start getting into <laughs> some reels again, but who knows. But um, other than that, yeah, I'm not working. I'm working on my the B&E occasionally. I'm at like 5,200 words, so My I'll goodness. You go. Yeah, I know. That's I know. a lot. I'm going insane. I'm a maniac. Wow. Yeah. You can never beat, like, 80k in vibe scenes for new beer, though. Mm-mm. I don't... Hey, I haven't... No, the number's bigger than that. I just came up with that off the top of my head, but the number is actually bigger than that, I think. Because we talked about this. No. No, no. Nuclear is, like, 60k, I think. Really? I thought it was higher than that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Crossfire it's a, that's really big. Crossfire really is definitely high. bigger than nuclear, that's for sure. I think it was, like, a... Yeah, a lot. They all have a lot. It's insane. I'm insane. But it's fine. I think, I think, I think the last time we, or the last time I looked at the thing, if all goes well, this is episode 17 out of potentially 25 for the year. So we're counting down to the end of the year. That's interesting. Nice. Then yeah, we'll just, you know, we'll just have to start up season two. I mean. <laughs> if we want. <laughs> but yeah all right i got nothing else this is a little shorter than normal but well, i guess it's about an hour yeah. all right well cool well, thank you guys as always for listening and we'll see you next time see Bye. you next time thanks for listening you can give us a follow over on Twitter at BNHD, the books pod, behind without the vowels, for live updates and contact with us. And you can rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you want to support me on Instagram, you can find me at larissagault.author and my books and links at www.larissagaultauthor.com. And you can find me on Instagram at LJ underscore writes with two S's. This podcast is hosted by Larissa Galt and LJ Elizabeth, edited by LJ Elizabeth with music by Larissa Galt. Logo is designed by Susan Markloff.